Have you ever felt paralyzed by fear and failure? As recovering perfectionists, we know exactly how that feels. Once we realize that success is impossible to achieve without failure and that fear will always be present, we broke through barriers in our lives and never looked back. That discovery turned into a true passion to share that knowledge with as many people as possible and to help you shake it up and make a change. I'm Rachel Roth. And I'm Christina Martinez. And this is The Shake Up. you I'm lovely how are you I'm good you know what I want to talk about today what I think this is something that impacts it I don't think I know this mm-hmm. impacts every single person I know yeah imposter syndrome oh yeah of course have you ever dealt with it oh well yeah I'm a human being and I feel like everybody doubts themselves yeah at one point or another mm-hmm. right we're yeah. we're imperfect right and then Imposter syndrome is one of those things that creeps maybe in and out or stays with you all day long. How about mm-hmm. you? Oh, yeah. I've I've dealt with it pretty extensively. Yeah. But due to it sort of crippling me for a while, I, I think that I, I really started to seek out solutions to solve the problem, to, yeah. to, to overcome it. Overcome imposter because syndrome. Because I didn't want it to hold me back forever, you yeah. know? And I felt like, okay, I don't – I. I know that I have things to offer. And so I had to somehow dive in, kind of study it and understand it in order to come up with some solutions. So, okay, let me give you the the full definition. Imposter syndrome is a false and sometimes crippling behavior that one's successes are the product of luck or fraud rather than skill. I never felt fraud, but I felt luck. Luck. I felt like I lucked into my success Mm -hmm. and I lucked into, oh, it was just the timing of it. I just happened to be in the right time at the right place. What were you going to say? Well, when you read the definition of imposter syndrome out loud, I can hear your voice saying, I just wonder if I lucked into it. And I was like, oh, you just lucked into managing 25,000 women and you just lucked into like, you know, becoming a micro influencer. And then, you know, everything you touch turns to gold. I don't think you're lucking into it. But the fact that you felt like that, you know, I can relate to. Right. But I also so obviously on the other end was like, you definitely didn't luck into this one. Have you ever heard that saying, the harder I work, the luckier I get? Oh, yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, like it's, of course. It's so true. I make my own luck. Right. I've yeah. always been such a worker bee, and I, I truly believe that it is the grace of God, and I am exactly where I need to be. So it's not like it's all been me, but I think that I I felt like, oh my gosh, it must have been my my personality won over that person and i somehow mm. landed this position or ended up in this position because of that and sure. so i didn't think that i achieved it fraudulently i just think that i i i thought if if i was vulnerable and real mm-hmm. that people were going to see that i was a fraud in the sense that i'm not as I'm not I'm not as talented as you think i am sure. like i don't deserve to be here and i shouldn't be here but, you know, it's interesting my husband shared with me because I, I kind of told him that when I started to really succeed at a higher level and I was speaking in front of hundreds or thousands of people at mm-hmm. a time, I would be up in front of this group, like mic'd up, like Britney Spears, right? You know, <laughs> and I was like, I 
don't think that I should be giving these people advice. Oh my <laughs> I gosh. Think, so, I don't think I should be the one. But it really, it, I would just question myself. You sure. know, question, should I be the one that's up here? And Derek shared something so interesting with me because he said six out of 10 CEOs mm. do not believe that they are are qualified for their position. That's they insane. really believe that they kind of ended up there by luck. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting because it kind of started me down down on this journey because when I did feel imposter syndrome, what I did was I retreated into myself. Mm. And so I didn't think instead of giving advice or giving wisdom or trying to serve people, I just retreated because I thought nothing I have to say is 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 good enough to put out there, mm-hmm. right? And so that was that's like what happens to me when I am crippled by an imposter syndrome. And it doesn't happen anymore, but it happened at the beginning of my career. And so it's it's just, it's pretty interesting. So some of the solutions, what do, what do you do? If you're feeling imposter syndrome, what do, what's your response? If mine is to retreat, what's yours? I think um, I keep going, but I have just like a constant state of fraudulence, like of an anxiety. Like, am, am I doing something that provides value and is helpful? I hope so, but I'm just going to keep doing it. But then the whole time, you know, I lay my head on the pillow and I pause for a minute and, you know, you replay your day or your your actions and you're like, geez, Louise, did I, did that even make sense? Or did that person just think I was a fraud or an idiot? So it's interesting that you say that because imposter syndrome is tied to anxiety, depression, Mm. and a lack of confidence. Oh, I believe that all day long. Yeah. Yes. And so it's very interesting that you said those things because mm-hmm. it does lead to anxiety. And so everything you're you're saying is completely normal. And we've actually never had this conversation. No, we never have. And mm-hmm. so I love that you're saying this to me because yeah. that tells me if I have felt it and if you have felt it. And I know all like members of my family that sure. I've discussed things with, members of whatever, who are so incredibly talented and they don't quite feel good enough. Yeah. I know that they've all experienced it. So, so I'm many like, other okay, people wait. Will. Wait, we're not alone. Yeah. I think it actually plagues every single human being that walks On the, the planet. planet. Yes. Okay, I want to give you, though, a few of the solutions yeah, that I have found mm-hmm. that have helped me overcome this in my life. Because here's what I'm going to say. I am, I, it's not that I never feel it ever, mm. ever, mm-hmm. right? It's not that I never question myself or never feel like, oh, I don't know, this might be above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. But now I deal with it differently than I used to. Sure. Um, and so the first thing is I started to show up with the mindset that I was going to serve my audience, serve my clients, serve whoever I was in front of, mm-hmm. serve them with my knowledge instead of being concerned with how they viewed me. Right. And so making that shift where it took the focus off of myself and mm-hmm. put the focus onto other people, how can I serve you today? How sure. can I make your day better? How can I enrich your life with something that I've learned or something that I've experienced? Right. That really helped me because when you take the, the shift and the focus off of yourself and you put it on others, you have much less time to be narcissistic. And thinking about, <laughs> right, like everything that comes out of your mouth. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. were, you know, when there's this sense of insecurity when you are thinking about yourself and your actions. But instead, if you just flip it mm-hmm. and say, what am I doing that can affect a person positively yeah. so that you no longer are focusing on me, my business, and how I provide value to you like as an expert? Right. It's how how we're helping each other. Right. And yeah. I, I mean, that's that's very true. So the second thing I did is I mm-hmm. really 
a, it's a few years ago, I really took a deep dive into becoming just a student, yeah. a student of life, a student of whatever industry I'm pursuing at the moment, whatever mm -hmm. it is that I'm doing, I want to be a student. Mm -hmm. And so by, by focusing on self-development, um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, becoming the best version of myself every single day, what happened was by pursuing that, I would read or listen to audiobooks, right? Sure. All the time. And I still do every day. It's like an addiction. I'm just constantly consuming books and knowledge, which is a yeah. great thing. Sure. Um, but it gave me a level, it gave me a depth that I did not have when I first started my business. And that depth allows me to, the knowledge that I've learned allows me to offer a perspective in mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. that is different than perhaps everybody else. Yeah has or You're thinks just, or sees, right? Sure. And when I have something different to offer, it it allows me to see a, some of the value that I can bring to a conversation. Right. When you have a different perspective because you have a different depth and a different level of understanding, you're like, okay, wait, let's look at this a different way. And you can, uh, you can, you can really shift everybody's mindset to, to look at it from multiple different angles. And so that's the second thing is I, I, okay. So first thing is I started showing up with the mindset of, of serving people instead of being worried about myself. And mm -hmm. then, and then I dove head on into self-development. And then the third thing is that I literally just started to take myself less seriously. Like so I started important. to laugh at myself, laugh at my mistakes, laugh at things that I didn't do perfectly, mm -hmm. laugh when my kids spill something. Like yes. don't get, you know what I mean? It's yes. like, why do, why do we wind ourselves up so, so tightly tight. that we're ready to snap at anything? When you laugh instead, you laugh at yourself and you laugh at your imperfections, you, I want you to tell me what yeah. perfect person do you really want to be friends with? You, <laughs> Nobody. You can't. You can't yeah. ever reach that level of perfection. You can never be perfect. And so, being around somebody who always portrays perfection leaves you in a place where you feel un inadequate. Inadequate. That's mm -hmm. the exact word right there. Mm -hmm. You feel inadequate. And so, mm -hmm. by showing your vulnerabilities, your human side, mm -hmm. that you are fallible, mm -hmm. that you make mistakes, that you're, you know, yeah. that it shows such, it makes you so much more relatable. And I, I and find people it, want that breath of fresh air yes. because otherwise you leave the person's house or the conversation on the phone. You're like, geez, they have it all together. Right. But it's completely unrelatable. It's unrelatable and unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that when you're vulnerable with somebody, you actually deepen the relationship? You're always, you mention something vulnerable. You have a vulnerable conversation and you're like, oh my gosh, we just took, we just deepened our friendship and took it to the next level. And then you're more willing to open up to each other. Or if somebody shares something vulnerable with you, you're mm -hmm. more willing to be vulnerable yes. with them. Yes. And so, yeah. So I think uh, really trying to kick that perfectionism to the curb, which is, you know, this is going to be a lifelong battle for me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, perfectionism. Is, is something that I always struggle with because I'm so type A, but, uh, but really uh, finding that perfectionism is not the ultimate goal, yeah. that the journey um, and the learning who I am becoming in the process is actually the, the gift. Yeah, for the, sure. The real gift yeah. um, allows me to not avoid 
so much and retreat and, you know, that avoidism of I can't do it. So I'm just not going to do anything. I'm not going to, I can't do it perfectly. So instead I'm just going to do nothing, nothing at, all. at all. Right. I'll, I'll never forget. I was sitting across from my boss at the time and my now mentor, which I've mentioned before, her name's Allison. And I was really stressed about something. And she said to me, I said, I'm sorry. I just, I'm such a perfectionist. And I said it like I was touting it. And she was, you're going to have to get over that one. And I had no idea what she meant. And I said, what What do you mean by that? And she said, nobody is perfect. And if you just let that one go, your life will be easier. Trust me. And then we moved on to whatever it was we were talking about. But it stuck with me because at the time I'm like, ugh, easy for you to say, you know, because I'm beating myself up about like the font being aligned on the PowerPoint. But if you just let go of being a perfectionist and allow yourself to just simmer a bit. There's just so much more opportunity to to actually exceed because you're you're focusing on other aspects. Right. Um so there's five different pillars of imposter syndrome, right? So you relate to the perfectionist. What are the other ones? Yes. So there's the superwoman or the superman okay. where you feel like you carry everything on your shoulders. So the person who stays late at work, mm. the person who's stressed because they're not doing enough. Their, their output is low. Um, there's the the natural genius, you know, like your friend that gets the straight A's and they're like, well, I got straight A's and I picked up the guitar and didn't even need to read music, you know? So there's the natural genius. And it's those people that feel like they don't have to put in a lot of effort, but they're, they're already naturally good at it. And so that's a pressure. I don't feel that one, do you? <laughs> Not no. a natural nope. genius never, over here. Never been just naturally able at many things. Yeah. No, but yeah. if you are, it's okay. It's okay if, you, if you're trying something that you're not naturally good at. Like that is showing that you are, you are learning and adapting and evolving as a person. Um, the soloist, I relate to this one. The person who wants to do everything by themselves because they think they do it better. That is like choking me coming out of my mouth because I've worked with so many people that I have hired, but so many times I remember staying up late thinking I, I can do this. If, if I just do the whole thing, you know, it'll be, it'll be better. And it took me a long time to manage people and realize like that other people have other talents that mm -hmm. they could interject. Do you feel like that? Are you a soloist? Yes. You are? Yeah. I've, yes. Yeah. It, it's taken me a long time to delegate yeah. Anything. I don't need anyone's help. I'm going to do this really quick. It'll be faster if I knock it out than explain exactly what I want. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. And then the expert, you know, somebody who um, they won't even apply to a job because they feel like they don't check every single box. Jeez, I'm like, okay, check 30% of those. I'm going. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I I will say. I do not have to check all the boxes. No. I, I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm completely unqualified for this completely, but I'm going to figure it out yeah. as I go. I'm just going to, yeah, yeah, for sure. You should definitely hire me. I'm the best person for the job. I have no qualifications, but for sure I'm the best Definitely person. the VP for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are the five pillars. And Interesting. I, and I think that so often, you know, you and I, we, we focus on perfectionism yeah. or maybe soloists, but yeah. there's the, there's people out there, which I'm hopefully are listening. They're like, Oh, I'm the person that has always sought straight A's. And if I'm not naturally good at something, I just don't even want to do it. I'm putting, I'm putting it down. Mm. 
So how do we break through those barriers? Let's recap your your, your solutions one more time because well, I think they're really it, important. You know, I think that if you're yes, yeah, so so showing up with a mindset that you're going to serve your audience and so or serve your serve whoever it is, right? Your your clients or your job or your audience if you're speaking or whatever your family, it is. Your whatever. family, yes. yes. Instead of just trying to be the expert, mm-hmm. um, showing showing like a servant's heart instead, and really yeah. coming with the servant's heart, but. Uh, one thing that I, and I was having this this discussion with my sweet 20-something assistant the other day. And oh, I said, yes, yes. Jacqueline, you are, she said, well, I just didn't know how to do this. And so this was a really difficult task for me because I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know. And I said, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. This is the first of many opportunities for you Were to you? learn this lesson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're welcome. I just yeah. gave you a big life lesson. You are never going to have all the answers. All the you're answers. never going to know how to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You just have to start. You, you have start. to start. You got to go. Put the wheels on as you go. Start the race. Mm-hmm. Put the wheels on as you go. And you are going to figure it out. You will figure it out. You There's will. only one option. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're going to figure it out. And so you don't, the biggest thing that, that holds people back is that they don't think that they have all the answers. And so they never make the leap. Yeah. They never jump yeah. because they think they don't know it all. You're never going to know it all. No. Just go for it. Yeah. And if you if you have to figure it out as you go, that does not make you a fraud. That makes you relatable and human. human. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a human. Yeah. Um, if you were Albert Einstein, different story, but no, Albert, are you kidding? Albert Einstein, like think about how many failures, like you think about, you think about all of the, the people who changed our world forever with electricity, with inventions, Mm. how many times did Did they they fail before they succeeded? You know, this is all part of it. It's all part of it, of just figuring it out as you go and being willing to put yourself out there in that way and stumble a little bit learn from every single fail forward learn Mm -hmm. from every single mistake i think so um if you're struggling with imposter syndrome and you're looking for a way to fail forward we hope that this was helpful we hope you enjoyed our shake up short and tune in for more more to come yeah and follow us on instagram or wherever you listen to podcasts i'm palindrome underscore home and Rachel? Yes, I'm Rachel underscore R underscore Roth. And guys, can you throw us some follows on our ShakeUp Instagram? ShakeUp.podcast. That's right. Yep. It's a brand new Instagram page. And so, yeah, go follow us there and we'll, we'll have lots of good content.